Welcome to 7-Minute Torah, an exploration of the weekly Torah portion with me, Rabbi Micah Streifer. If you enjoy this podcast, please feel free to subscribe or comment or share it with a friend. The great baseball player Yogi Berra, who was also known for his um, quotable quotes, once said, If the world was perfect, it wouldn't be. Thanks, Yogi. As usual, you said it all. We live in a deeply imperfect world, and we human beings are deeply imperfect. That's one of the lessons we all learn in life, and it's one of the lessons of this week's Torah portion. This week, we're reading from Parshat Shalach Lecha. I like to call this the James Bond portion of the Torah because here we have spies. They're not really spies, though, as much as scouts. In Hebrew, meraglim. And the role of these scouts is to scout out the promised land. The Israelites are now wandering in the wilderness of Sinai on their way to the promised land. And they get there actually pretty quickly. In a matter of weeks after leaving Mount Sinai, they have arrived at the border of the land of Canaan. And at this point, Moses is commanded by God to send 12 meraglim, 12 scouts or spies, to check out the land. He says to them, go up into the Negev and the hill country and see what kind of country it is. Are the people who dwell in it strong or weak, few or many? Is the country in which they dwell good or bad? Are the towns in which they live open or fortified? Is the soil rich or poor? Is it wooded or not? So he's looking here for a report both about the land itself and about the people living in the land. The spies go, and they travel all around the land, and they come back with what you might call a mixed report. They essentially say, the land is good and beautiful. In fact, they carry a huge grapevine with them to show the bounty of the land of Israel. But they also say, the people living in it are big and strong and scary. And with the exception of two of the spies, they essentially say, we don't think that we can do this. We don't think that we have the wherewithal or the strength to be able to enter the promised land because the people there are more powerful than we are. Now the Israelites hear this report and they rebel against Moses, against God. Why did you take us out here into the desert to die? Just take us back to Egypt. We were better off in slavery, they say. And God gets angry and threatens to destroy the people. And after Moses talks God down from that idea, God forgives the people for their rebelliousness, but punishes them nonetheless. Chayani says, God, I swear that none of the people who saw the signs and wonders I performed in Egypt will enter the promised land. God condemns the people to wander for 40 years in the desert. It's quite a harsh punishment, in fact. That entire generation will die in the desert, and none of them will enter the promised land. And for what? The crime of being afraid. The crime of not believing in themselves. If, like Yogi told us, we live in an imperfect world, then why are our people so severely punished for being imperfect? Well, we don't have to understand it that way. There is another very compelling view that says that it wasn't a punishment at all. In fact, what happened is that the Israelites just weren't ready to enter the promised land yet. They were slaves. They were still thinking like slaves. They had a lot to learn. And so the 40 years of wandering in the wilderness is not a punishment. 
as much as an opportunity to learn, a chance to grow in the ways that they would need to grow in order to take on this task. Now that makes more sense, and it's more in line with what we know about the world, failing, being afraid. These aren't signs of character flaw. They're signs that we don't know everything we need to know yet, that we still have learning to do. Have you ever failed a test? Have you ever tried a new venture and had it not go well? Have you ever done or said something that hurt someone else that you regretted afterwards? If we have what's called a growth mindset, then we can see these not as failures, but as opportunities to learn, to grow, and to do better in the future. Growth mindset is an idea from the writings of Dr. Carol Dweck, a psychologist. And it is the belief that your basic qualities are things that you can cultivate through efforts, strategies, and help from others, rather than believing that your basic qualities are already fixed. I'm not good at math. I'm not good at basketball. I can't enter the land because I'm not strong enough. It's one thing to believe that you can't do these things. It's quite another thing to believe that you don't yet have the skills or the knowledge that you need to do these things. And it turns out that when we believe we are capable of learning, we're actually more likely to learn because we're more likely to put our time and effort into gaining the skills and the knowledge that it takes to be successful. So in that sense, a growth mindset is a kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you believe that you can grow, then you'll be more likely to be able to grow. This is true on an individual basis in our relationships and our skills and our careers. And if that's the case, it must also be true of a country. A country that believes, for example, that it has the capacity to change around issues of racism and discrimination is more likely to be able to make that change. A country that believes that it can provide health care to all its citizens, that it can transform education, that it can reach the moon. Why would we try for things that we didn't believe were possible? If we believe that our failures are not failures at all, but rather opportunities to learn, then we will be more likely to pick ourselves up, dust ourselves off, analyze our strengths and weaknesses and past behaviors and future possibilities, and start marching forward again. We're all just wandering in the desert, trying to do our best, trying to get to the promised land. We live in a deeply imperfect world, and we are deeply imperfect people. But may we remember as individuals, as a country, and as a world, that we still have much learning to do that there is still much change to be made, that this world still can be a better place. And all it takes is a little effort and the belief that we can get there. Shabbat Shalom. Thanks for listening to 7-Minute Torah. If you enjoyed this program, please leave a review or a comment, and please pass it on to a friend. You can also subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Have a great week.